You're listening to Girl Don't Trip. Kick back with us weekly as we have soulful conversations about balancing career, relationships, and how to stay grounded through life's wild transitions. Because we could all use a little support from our sister circle. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Girl Don't Trip Radio. Let's do this. And welcome to Girl Don't Trip. We have Brittany Love with us, a.k.a. Curvy Curl. Hi. How are you doing? I'm well. <laughs> Thanks for coming and sitting down with us. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. So we wanted to first like get a little bit, get to know you. So you're a personal trainer. Yes. So how did this all begin? A little background. Yeah. <laughs> a little background. Wow. It's a lot. <laughs> you guys ready? Oh, yes. <laughs> So I, uh, I was very active in high school, mm-hmm. so I played sports, so basketball, uh, softball, and just, I just worked out all the time. I yeah. would run every day. I have ADD, so my stepdad would wake me up in the morning to get active yeah. so my brain could work during mm-hmm. the day because they didn't want to medicate me, so That's I uh, worked out early in the morning, Yeah. and once I graduated high school, I, of course, like on the freshman 15 (laughs) and I just didn't move anymore I got into a really um, toxic relationship so I was kind of depressed and uh, that kind of didn't end out end well so I started going back to the gym and I just kind of found a happy space and I started competing and then I got really small and did uh, a bikini competition. Yeah. So Mm. bodybuilding. Yeah. Yeah. I was so skinny. I was like, when I look back now, I'm like, ugh, gross. I can't believe I did that. But it was, I I had to get very disciplined. So it was kind of fun to go through that process. Mm. But during that time, I, since I had to diet down so far to get lean and to Mm -hmm. get on stage, I uh, kind of, threw off my hormones and digestive system. And so within wanting to cure myself, I found a space where, one, I was happy because I was moving again and I wasn't as depressed as I once was. And I kind of saw how that transformed myself. And I helped my mom lose weight and I saw her transformation. And other folks around me, so my neighbor, Mm -hmm. she also would come to the gym with me. And I just, it was a happy space. And Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed being in a place where I could help folks lose weight. So that's how it got, that's how I got started. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure how to get started. I wanted to start a meal prep company. Oh. (laughs) Like, that's what I wanted to do, yeah. Are you interested in cooking and, like, the culinary (laughs) (laughs) At the time, I was, because I was bodybuilding, I was working, I was, my background is in accounting. Oh, Believe it or not, yeah. We just sit around and, like, look at numbers all day long, but I would be so bored. Yeah. Um, So my background was in accounting, uh, and so I was a bookkeeper for this, um, wine company, mm-hmm. so uh, an import wine company, and we all we always drank, right. we always yeah. went out to eat, happy uh, hours, yeah, happy. It, that's all. That was the culture, yeah. And it wasn't fulfilling to me anymore. So I also picked up other jobs on the side so I could slowly transition into becoming a trainer. Uh, so I was a bartender. I worked at the YMCA. Yeah. I was like, you have you guys ever heard of Quest Bars? Yes. Oh, so yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a Quest girl. So <laughs> you're like handing them out to everyone. Yes. Oh my gosh. I got paid like $200 to do these four hour demos. But the work and the setup going into these yeah. demos was so much. Um, but it was 
part of the grind. Right, and yeah. so that's kind of what started me. I really fell in love with being in fitness and being around mm-hmm. fitness and doing things like that, even though it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed spreading that, spreading fitness and spreading the love mm-hmm. of that. So that's kind of where it got start, where I got started. It's me. Yeah. Have you Maybe. always been like outgoing? Because this industry, you need to put yourself out there. Yeah, I have. Okay, so that's worked in your favor. Yes, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when I was when I was younger, um, I uh, I did on the weekends. My mom would take us every Saturday and Sunday. We'd wake up early, and she would take me and my younger brother to go mm-hmm. play basketball. Oh, and we would train um, with this like specialty um, in the specialty group. Yeah. Uh, so we trained with a guy named the name of Pete of um, Tom Newell. Mm-hmm. His dad was Pete Newell, and he ran like the big man's camp in. Um, and Africa and Tom, uh, he was amazing. He was amazing. So he would rent space out at this uh, Catholic high school, yeah. and we would go every Saturday and Sunday for two hours and train. And everyone always say, "I don't yeah. see you sitting at a desk. I see yeah. you being active." Yeah. And I was like, "No, I'm going to be an attorney. I'm yeah. going to, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a powerful woman." Yeah. No, I could not do that. Well, you're doing it just in a different yeah, in form a different now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely. awesome. That is so incredible. Um, so sports was definitely a huge part of your life growing up oh yeah um how did that impact you as far as like discipline and you know just the the way it shaped how you were as a child Um, being involved yeah so my uh my old my stepbrother he was an amazing football player Mm -hmm. and he was like top of his school in mm-hmm. Texas. So I originally I grew up in Texas. In Texas. So I just remember going to. I mean, te- football, football is huge. so huge. Big yeah. in Texas. Either you're a cheerleader or you're a football player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was cheerleader. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was a cheerleader. So um, when we moved here to Seattle, it's sports. It's more basketball. Right? Yeah. Uh, so of course, my parents are basketball, football, mm-hmm. like we are a sports family. Okay. Yeah. And with having ADD, having that structure really helped. So mm-hmm. I would say the discipline kind of came from working with kind of me having an attention disorder yeah. and getting structured and having that discipline to, hey, this is what you're going to do in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're going to come home. These are things you're going to do. Then you're going to go like practice yeah. your mm-hmm. free throws and your layup. So that's kind of where that discipline came from. Did you find it challenging to have so much structure with like having ADD, like, because your mind wants to kind of do Do its own thing. I did not. Yeah, Yeah, I did not because I was moving. Okay. Your body was involved and engaged Yeah, so I wasn't sitting down because for me, it's a, it's literally attention disorder. Mm -hmm. So I'm very hyperactive. So I want to get up and move around and I don't want to sit down and listen and read. Mm -hmm. I want to move and be And sports is a great way to do that. mm -hmm. Especially to kind of wear me down so I can show up, so I could show up in the classroom. Yeah. So that's kind of, it was nice. It was a good balance. So I could do both. I didn't feel overwhelmed by it. So it's Mm -hmm. definitely, it has been a solution for you without having to use medication. Yes. That's amazing. That's incredible. Wow. So, um, now that you're doing this as a profession, mm-hmm. do you feel the prof- like the pressure to be fit yourself constantly? Um, no, actually, because when once I um, finished competing, uh, when I decided I wasn't going to do it anymore, because mm-hmm. I started developing a lot of food intolerances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was getting bloated. I was I could I could put something in my mouth and I would get yeah. bloated. Oh like, wow. Gum. Wow. Um, anything sugar free. Yeah. yeah. 
onions, any cruciferous vegetables. Oh my I, goodness. I just could not digest them. And I went to several GIs. Um, I'm tw- at the time, I was like 27 and I had two colonoscopies. Oh, wow. Because they could not figure, figure out, out what was going on yeah. with my tummy. And during that time, since I couldn't digest food, I actually gained 80 pounds Really? Yeah, I gained a lot of weight, Mm -hmm. and I was still train. I was still training, but Mm -hmm. by that point, I I think it's it was a it was bittersweet. Bitter because I had worked so hard to get so lean and Mm -hmm. to get such a great physique, Um, but sweet because I could understand where women were coming from and not feel comfortable in your skin. Yeah, and I had to relearn how to love myself. Yeah, at that size and a different. Well, not even it was same body, body, just with extra weight, which is not a bad thing right. it's yeah. it's kind of society and you know we feel like we have to be a certain size yeah. but actually that's not true because right. I could still run I could still jump my joints felt good felt I was still healthy and I still ate really well it's just I yeah your body my response. body just responded to um life yeah you know yeah. with me uh dieting down so much and the um uh, all the competition mm-hmm. so I had to relearn to love myself and Mm -hmm. so with that having that mindset I I really didn't care I accepted anyone and I kind of preached a lot of self-love yeah because you know yeah you have to yeah having a good body brings people but sometimes having a good body but you're not a good person so (laughs) I really learned how to be a better person and show up for other humans in another way it's intimidating to like for someone that might not be as fit or might be new to that to Mm -hmm. like go to someone that is fit and like lean and then if you also have like a stink personality too and like put someone off completely from that industry or even trying yes it seems like oh, that's not for me then. I'm not that type of person. I'm mm-hmm. not that. So I'm just, you know, yeah. going to work out. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I was training when I was, when I was a little heavier, I was, uh, I mean, of course in this industry you have to, to get into it. It's a hustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to be in this industry full time, it, to get there, it's a lot of work. So I worked in a gym, I worked front desk, I trained, yeah. I did childcare at the gym. I did wow. everything at this gym, classes, personal yeah. training, but I also kind of ran my own business and I ran it out of my church, um, oh, okay. my church down cool. in Renton. So, uh, the church, ha- it was the old Renton athletics club. So mm-hmm. th- they kept the, um, basketball court. So there's basketball court. And then mm-hmm. there was like little fitness rooms on the side. So they had the fitness Ooh. equipment. So I would do like small group training on Tuesdays wow. and Friday mornings. Oh, wow. So it it was kind of fun and mm. I mean they were every we all looked the same yeah, yeah. it wasn't a, it wasn't a hey how do you look I want to be the size it right. was let's move because it's mind body soul you know yes. it's let's move because that's what I need to do yes. so it was really nice being around those ladies and in a church yeah um, having that yeah. support where I didn't feel like I had to show up and be this mm-hmm. trainer right. with this hard body yeah. you know I didn't have to be that so yeah, that's good. You could be yourself in that environment. Exactly. That's awesome. Do you feel that because of your experience of gaining the weight and being able to go through the weight loss again, your clients can also see that, that you experience, that you know where, where they're coming from? Because for them, because a lot of people for myself, like I didn't grow up in a sports environment. Mm-hmm. And so... Getting with a trainer, I'm like, if you're if you've always been athletic, it's kind of intimidating. It's like this is who you are; it's in your blood. And then I'm coming in as in uh, the gym yeah. is the only place where I'm getting that type of 
workout in. Otherwise, I don't play sports on my spare time. Okay. So do you find being able to relate to them, you're able to build a better connection and it also motivates them more because they understand that you've also been where they're starting right now? Yeah, I, I do. I Well, I mean, I've been depressed before. so mm-hmm. And there was this time in my life where I did not move at all and yeah. I was not motivated to move. Right. And the gym was the last place I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And when I would go to the gym, I would <laughs> hop on the elliptical for 20 minutes and be done. Yeah. <laughs> I would, Your well, workout. you know, elliptical, sauna, yeah. because, you know, yeah. when you think, at the time I didn't have the knowledge I do now, so sweating, yeah. so sauna, <laughs> so I can lose weight, yeah. you know, sweating, yeah. down. Yeah, I'm sweating, <laughs> you know, oh, this is awesome, and I also did beach body, you know, oh, at yeah. home, so yeah. <laughs> I thought I was pretty healthy, mm-hmm. yeah. so I can relate, um, I, yes and no, because I've always been active and yeah. I like, I actually like being active. Uh, so yes and no, I just had to kind of put myself in other people's folks shoes, shoes yeah. and listen to them and mm-hmm. actually listen, not listening just to listen, but listen right. to understand mm-hmm. what is it like to have never worked out yeah. and what some people, I enjoy being sore. Some yeah. folks don't hate, hate that being feeling, sore, yeah. you know, so really listening to my clients and getting a better understanding of their goals, their needs, their wants, and what they're comfortable with has kind of helped me become a better trainer to motivate folks to come back in and, hey, I know you're sore, you're sore today, you know, it's not, you're not working out for a body, you're working out for 20 years from now, you're making these habits, so when you're 70, you won't have a hunch, you know, so you can still walk, and you can still get up and out of your chair and walk upstairs without assistance, so I kind of use different language now with some folks who might not have a athletic background, because you're working out for your life, Life. you're not working out for a certain physique, Mm -hmm. so, Yeah. yeah, definitely. So you're on Instagram, and I love, I'll follow your videos your workout videos oh, like thanks. on my own yeah <laughs> and I'll try them. snatched on Sunday yes. Yes. <laughs> and they're like so fun um what how did that come to be like what made you decide to take your um your gifts and your talents and put them on Instagram to share well when Instagram first came around mm-hmm. I had I had I had my personal Instagram and uh, I had a few uh, business folks in my life, and they were like, hey, you need to start a fitness page. Yeah. And I think I had like 100 followers on my fitness page. And I was like, well, let me post my transformation photos. Yeah. <laughs> let me build my followers. Yeah. Yeah. And just the consistency. Mm-hmm. I actually, it's really interesting. I get most of my clients off Instagram now. Okay. Oh, wow. And yeah. So most of my clients contact, most clients, most folks contact me, yeah. ladies especially. Mm-hmm. They contact me on Instagram, and that's how I build a rapport and relationship right. with a lot of people. And to be honest, I just, just sharing the journey. I, yeah. I, 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 de- I deactivated my personal account. I was like, okay, I'm just going to stick to this. I'm just going to, mm-hmm. you know, just showcase this because it's a free tool. Right. Yeah. Um, and when you think... You can connect with so you, many people you, at once. You can. You, you totally can. Uh, and so I think that's kind of where I started. And just giving out free tips, you know, just yeah. certain little things to just get folks moving and mm-hmm. putting good music as the background to right. grab the attention. Um, and, like, wearing bright colors. So mm-hmm. people are like, hey, you can still be cute, you know? Yes. You don't have to be in your boyfriends you know workout yeah, clothes right. or you're yeah. like high school workout like yeah. you can actually be cute and there's some really cute stuff that I think you might like and it's it can be a fun space mm-hmm. so that's kind of when I started posting doing videos on a consistent level I love it because it's really relatable like I feel like oh like you're a friend that's 
I'm yeah. working out with kind of oh, a awesome. thing. You know what I'm I mean? Because fitness is really intimidating for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that Instagram, it's done this for a lot of different industries, but kind of made it relatable and made it for like everyday people and like accessible mm-hmm. to people. So I yes. love that you took your brand and kind of incorporated it with social media and like yeah. getting that message out there because it's important. It's so important, yeah. especially with social media. There's certain times where it can be in a negative space where right. people feel they need to look a certain way, be a certain size. And when you share your personal journey with it as well, it's like, I can do it too. Yeah. yeah get this yeah. We all start somewhere. Yeah. You have to, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the fun, the fun part of social media. We did not know that we could start brands and businesses mm-hmm. and be entrepreneurs yeah. and I mean, I don't think if I, I don't know where I would be if it weren't for social mm-hmm. media, because I have grown so, I've grown so much on through social media, my business, mm-hmm. I should say. And like, how do trainers do this? Yeah. <laughs> because like right. I said, that's, it's a really a big place. It's a place where I get most of my clients. Most yeah. folks contact me through Instagram to train and that's how I meet them. And then, or they'll be referred or they'll see that I have a class and they'll come to a class and then they want mm-hmm. training. But usually Instagram lately has been the introduction for me and a lot of people. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so you also do instruct uh, cycle classes. Yes. I love cycle classes. <laughs> Girlfriend, you gotta come in. Yes, I do I have, have to. Seen to. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're so much fun because I love music. So incorporating that with a workout, you forget that you're working out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then it makes it fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say entirely forget. Like, yeah, you are sweating. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it's hard, you're like, yeah. if she doesn't shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> Here? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> like if she does not shut up, she says to push one more time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that something that was newly introduced to you, or were you always also into um, doing classes like that yourself? Um, well, you know, so in general, kind of how training is structured, and everybody takes a different approach to mm-hmm. it. Uh, you usually start off with a basic certification. Well, not a, it's not a basic certification. It's actually kind of it's really hard. Yeah, it takes a while. You have to study for it. You have to pass okay. an exam. You have to schedule a test with you know, and you have to pass an exam. Yeah. So it's not as easy as a lot of folks think. But you start on kind of like an entry level. Yeah. Uh, you can start in LA Fitness. You kind of start wherever in any gym, whoever accepts you. Yeah. You kind of work your way up, and then to be full time, like I was saying earlier, you mm-hmm. have to kind of do both. You have to teach classes and you have to do personal training. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because if a part of I guess classes were the original. Um, right. social media right yeah right so like you have, teach good classes they invite their friends and now mm-hmm. you have this bit this larger network of mm-hmm. people and then within that network hey I have a friend who wants training are you a trainer so that's kind of where it started yeah so I started just doing like Tabata classes and um, total body conditioning <clears throat> and then from there the gym I worked in uh, they taught everything so there was cycling bar um, total body conditioning uh, just like mixtures so cycling and bars half and half classes yeah so the gym I was at they needed uh cycling subs and they also hosted uh cycling certifications so they gave me like a hundred dollar stipend and at the time I was like oh my god I get a hundred (laughs) dollars towards this two hundred dollar certification this is awesome I'm signing up yeah so I I became a Schwinn instructor yeah I did a Schwinn certification and so that's when I got introduced to that and I became a bar instructor Mm -hmm. and TRX and I then I started getting more certifications underneath my belt okay yeah so it's kind of like a endless and just like you're 
education kind of continues throughout and whatever you want to incorporate, you just go after. Oh, yeah. And one thing about getting certain certifications, especially nationally accredited certifications, mm-hmm. uh, personal training certifications, is you have to get continued education credits okay. in oh, order to keep your certification relevant. Oh, that's oh. amazing. Yeah. So you have to get, I believe it's like two credits every two years. Okay. And I believe some most certifications are like 0.5. So you have to continue your education in something. Right. Yeah. Because science changes, yes. you know, yes. our body, our bodies, you know, our bodies change kind of now that we have phones, our bodies are kind of changing a little. Now that we live a more sedentary lifestyle, the way we train folks is different now mm. from maybe how they would have trained 20 years right. ago. So yeah. things are, we're constantly um, evolving. So to stay up on your education, I mean, it's just going to keep you a better trainer and, yeah, of course. you know, to keep up with the knowledge and keep up with everything, mm-hmm. keep up with science. So. Yeah. This with Instagram, I also noticed that not necessarily everyone is certified and accredited. Yeah. <laughs> does that make it challenging for you as someone that is, that does have all of these certifications and like really knowledgeable um, in doing the work and putting that work out there? Is it, do you find challenges uh, like dealing with the opposite of, I guess, like the... The boutique fitness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just yeah, the Instagram, so, like, trainers. Uh, uh, yes and no. Yes and no, because people are, uh, I mean, you, people work hard for their money. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me personally and what I tell people, because I have I have so many clients who come to me because they went, I'm not going to, like, throw the studio's names yeah, on the no. buses, but yeah. they've gone to this studio or this studio mm-hmm. or this studio, and because a lot of these trainers, and it's no shade, because... I mean, every business needs to make money. And yeah. they do teach, yeah. they, like, you, they do get taught the basic entry level, like, this is how you do this and this and this. Yeah. But there is a huge gap of knowledge and information and resources right. between someone who just learned uh, a sequence and yeah. someone who's actually put in the work and done the education, mm-hmm. who's actually sat through and learned all the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say it's not challenging, it's annoying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because... Uh, you know, it's like, oh my God, their class is full and they're injuring people. And now on my side, I have to help rehabilitate them. But once I give client, and my biggest thing with all my clients is, hey, I want to give you as much information. So when you can't afford this or when you're ready Mm -hmm. to move out of this space, you can still be successful. You'll still be healthy. You'll know how to work out. You'll know how to train. You'll know how to modify for yourself. When you go to these classes, like I don't even care if you still continue to go to these classes, but here's the knowledge and here's your body and here's where you are. So listen to your body. So Mm -hmm. for me, um, um, I don't think it's competition because I, I mean, maybe I'm just full of myself, but yeah. I'm pretty like, I'm pretty confident in yeah. who I am as a trainer and yeah. that I can still compete with boutique fitness because I'm in boutique, right. boutique fitness, but I also can train and I have all these other certifications. So I yeah. think having all that behind my name also really helps. Yeah. That's Absolutely. awesome. How do you, um, adjust or keep up with all the fad diets that are always happening mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. with clients who might come in and be like, I'm on keto, but I also want to incorporate exercise. Do you have to also with the knowledge that you have to do with the fitness side, do you also have to keep up with the nutritional side with the diets that are out there or people that um, have like allergies or anything like that when mm-hmm. it comes to the nutrition part? Yeah. So I also went to the, um, Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Oh, so okay. yeah, so I'm a holistic health coach. Oh, wow. So we studied thousands of diet theories yeah. and pretty much every diet's the same. Every diet you can think of is the same. You crowd out the bad stuff and put in good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's more so for me, I, 
I take a really holistic approach to my clients. So if people want help with their diet, I have them track their diet. So I have them track Monday through um, Sunday and I make them hand write it down. If it goes in your mouth, write it down. I don't care if it's a piece of chocolate. I don't care if it's a mint. I don't care what it, whatever it is, write it down because I want to see kind of what your diet looks like throughout the Mm -hmm. day. Because most people were very habitual. Mm -hmm. We eat about, we eat around the The same same time and the same types of food. Um, and if you're snack, like, so then we kind of dig into that and then I slowly make changes. So I don't change people's diets like, Hey, you're going to stop eating right. everything you've yes. eaten and you're going to yeah. do this because that's just setting someone yeah. up for failure. It's, it's hard not to absolutely. incorporate that and make it a lifestyle. And make it a lifestyle. Yeah. So I make one to two changes a week, um, with that because it's also a behavioral change mm-hmm. right. and a lot of folks who will come to me, their anxiety will be really high. Like I need mm-hmm. to lose weight for this and you lose weight for this. Yeah. And I always tell people, well, the first thing we're going to do is get you comfortable in your body right now. Yes. So we're going to slow it down. You know, I'm going to cut cut back on all your training that you're doing, depending on if they train, Mm -hmm. if they're overtraining. Um, And I just have them track their diet and I always incorporate a green juice. Like that's the first thing I do because there's so many nutrients. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks just forget to take a daily vitamin, you know, and and a probiotic does not help anyone. (laughs) I mean, it helps. I should not say it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt to take it. So I always incorporate a green drink. So just a mix. It's a mixture. You mm-hmm. just put in some water, mix it up. It okay. tastes like shit, but it's so <laughs> yeah. good for you. Yeah. And after a while, it becomes an acquired taste. Yeah. I mean, not an acquired taste. You just get used to drinking it. Yeah. You get used to drinking it. You get used to drinking it. You start playing with the water levels. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put that much water in this time. So yeah. I usually do that first. And then, like, if a client is snacking late at night, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, like, what's going on in your life? How's finances? How's your relationship? Mm, so well, that's one thing I learned from IIN. Um, it's called, like, a pyramid. So mm-hmm. then I kind of go through this pyramid with people to see mm-hmm. kind of, like, what's going on in their life. Because sometimes, um, I had a client a few years ago, she would do really great from when she woke up to when she got home but when she got home she would binge eat she would just like eat shit yeah and so I'm like man what is going on and it's like how is so I had her fill this like this um, pyramid out and her social life was really suffering because she moved she was a transplant and she moved here and she just didn't have a lot of friends she's lonely yeah so very lonely so when she went home it was comforting for her to eat right so uh, we did like we found like a meetup online I went to a meetup with her and then she found some friends at this meetup and she kind of found like the things that she liked she got a dog and then from there like she's the binging stopped because sometimes we do think fitness is bigger than just like diet and going to the gym. It's kind of a lifestyle thing. Like, so that's really where I like to check in with my clients is like, how are you feeling in general? Mm -hmm. You know, like it's important. And I think we aren't aware that everything is connected. Like my body, soul, everything. Like, and if, Maybe work is stressful or your social life is stressful. Or sleep. Or sleep. It's Mm going to impact your health and your body and, like, your physical energy, all of those things. And we don't, through, I don't know, lack of education, I'm sure, we just aren't aware of that connection. And I feel like a lot of people suffer not understanding that. Yeah. Especially um, folks of color. Mm -hmm. Because we're so, we're, we're programmed to 
oh, don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Ignore it. Internalize it off. Yep, internalize it. And like, it's like, oh, well, let's just go, you know. Pray it away. Pray it away. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, okay, I can only put so much in God's hands. Yes. (laughs) Like, I have to physically, we also have to do the work as well. Absolutely. Um, Or, you know, like, we confide in our friends and our girlfriends. And what's the first thing we say to our girlfriends? Let's go get a drink. Yes. Let's go to happy hour. When it's like, actually, that's, yeah. Where it's like, that's actually not fixing Mm -hmm. a problem. Or it's like, you're not figuring out the problem. just kind of adding to it. Yeah, adding to it. And, you know, and. Also, like, just because I do this, you know, if there's something I can't do, I'm like, hey, I think you need to see a therapist, mm-hmm. you know, because there's only so much I can take yeah. on and help you with. And so I'm not afraid to tell folks, like, hey, you need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's yeah, so that's like, it, and I think they all go together. Yeah. And I really learned that when I, because um, I originally started training down south in Renton. Okay. And then I started training in gyms in Madison Park and um, Inner Bay. Completely, and completely clientele. So, yeah. Clientele is different. The f- yeah. When I trained in Renton, I had to wheel and deal my training sessions. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, you owe thirty dollars now, like yeah. an hour, yeah. and I have to split this. Like, are you? I'm fifteen dollars. Like, I could work at Molly Moon. Yeah. Like, I, like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. But when I when I when I move when I started training in another gym, the first time I ever saw someone really invest in their health, I always tell the story, this lady came in and she got an annual membership, mm-hmm. so paid for an annual membership, which is like $679, yeah. which is not a lot of money. Right. I mean, it is, but it's not. Like, when you think for about gyms, health, yeah. for gyms, gyms can definitely yeah, but that's an annual membership, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, I've never, I, I personally never knew anyone who paid for an annual membership, yeah. Yeah. not in one time. Right. Like, it was like monthly. Yes. You know, like LA Fitness. Like yeah. I pay my twenty dollars yes. a month. Like you know, and when yeah. Planet Fitness came around, like that was awesome. Yeah. So you know, like I never saw that. But on top of that, she wanted to train with me as well, and mm-hmm. she bought a thirty wow. pack. Oh wow! So at one time, and I was like, oh shit, she's, she's invested. Real. Yeah. So then I just like of getting to know her and just. I, I like I, I she still trains with me. It's been four years. Wow. wow. Yeah, she still trains with me, and it's been four years. Um, like just understanding, and she's um, like she's a boss lady. She's yeah. an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and she's like, I need this for this, and yeah. so I really started learn. I learned kind of, oh, it does go hand in hand yeah. with your business and mm-hmm. your life, mm-hmm. and well, like this is a sacrifice that a lot of people make because they come and work out they blow off steam it's yes. good for you like mentally yes. and you can show up in a workspace it's like wow that's crazy it you also, know like challenges you like why I really enjoy fitness and invest in it it's because I'm challenged and every time I finish that workout I'm like okay I did that uh-huh. yes. and it translates in the rest of my life mm-hmm. if it's I, exactly if I you know run up against a wall I'm like well I made it through my workout so yeah. I can just fight or push through this too yeah small wins I mean they're it's achieving if it's not something you do all the time well I mean even if it is something it's a goal you yes. hit a goal mm-hmm. and goals give off yes. really feel good feel good endorphins mm-hmm. and so then you kind of you apply that to the rest of your your life I think the um, teaching of discipline too especially it definitely adds to everything else you're doing in your life if you can learn how to be disciplined with your diet and your exercise and if it's not your regular routine once you get that going like everything else in your life starts to like exactly because you feel like you can put that into your job now into your friendships Mm -hmm. like you learn that you can put yourself forward and have goals and achieve them at the same time yes exactly That's, that's what I love about discipline and you learn that from 
exercise oh, for sure. It's a great, yeah, it's a great, it's a great space to learn it. I mean, mm. you PR or you do something really great in the gym, you go to work like, mm, yeah, you're not exactly going to talk to me crazy. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm standing up for myself today. Yeah. yeah. And you start like, you're just glowing too. Like I remember there was a period in my life where I fell into depression and I started to go to the gym as a way of just like getting up and doing something. And mm. then the moment I started to like lose weight and realize that it was because I was putting in the work, yeah. people were just noticing it off me. They're like, why are you so like, you're glowing. Yeah, like what's up. going on in your life? And it's like yeah. these little goals that I've achieved by daily. doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Daily. Mm-hmm. So it makes it waking up a whole different thing. You're like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym. And then after you sweat, you feel so great and you're ready to like conquer the day. Yeah. And isn't it funny with you going to the other folks notice you were losing weight, but because it was just, it started as you just getting out of bed. Mm -hmm. You didn't even notice you were losing weight because you were just happy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you felt good. Right. So that's, I love hearing stories about that. emotional weight coming off. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not even, sometimes you're just, I mean, once you work out, you don't want to eat like shit. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go yeah. trash myself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's it's one of the it, I love. That's what I love about fitness. Um, it's because it does make you feel good mm-hmm. and yeah. it gets you kind of like what I was saying, comfortable back in your skin. So mm-hmm. you'll wake up like you'll wake up and you'll see someone you haven't seen in a while. They're like, "You look small." And you're like, "Have I?" And yeah. then you're like, "Oh shit, <laughs> yes, bitch." Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, what are your routines? Because you are a trainer, so. Mm-hmm. You know, service is kind of the the name of the game. You're in service to other people. Yeah. So how do you pour back into yourself and, like, take care of yourself so that you're able to show up for these women and people? Yeah. So, you know, this year has kind of, it's been a very tough year for me. Um, It's also my Saturn return year. Oh, God, girl. (laughs) We're gearing up for it. Yeah. So it's also my Saturn return year. And so this, with me... um, with my business expanding, yeah. as in with my bands and my website, and I'm doing online training, and I'm in this space and that space, and now yeah. I'm I'm kind of independent. Yeah, um, it's been really tough. But pre uh, a year ago, I would every three months we would just take a vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just like check out, yeah, go somewhere like go to L.A., go to you know Vegas or Phoenix. New York or yeah. Cabo, you know, so before I could do that, now I'm, I have a, more obligations, um, so it's kind of hard to do that, but mm-hmm. now I take baths all mm-hmm. the time, baths. cry, like yes. I'm okay <laughs> with crying, you know, like sit in my car and like if something's like sad, I'm like, oh my Just God. let it out. Yeah, because I need to let that get it off mm-hmm. my chest. Um, and um, meditating. Mm-hmm. So important. It's been, yeah, that's kind of saved me. I try to meditate uh, when I wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and waking up early yes. before I need to get my day started yeah. so I can just have a moment with myself because I, I, other fitness folks, we talk about this all the time, especially now. Mm-hmm. The second we walk out of our house, we're on. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. And there's not a lot of, people don't have a lot of grace for mm-hmm. fitness trainers. Um, like can't, it's like we can't have a bad day. Right. Yeah. Right. Like we're you're teaching, the motivator, right? Yeah, like yeah. we're teaching a class, we can't have a bad day. You know, where that's like create that's class pass reviews and <clears throat> for most folks who work in boutique fitness, it's um, I mean it affects how much you get paid. Yeah. Because yeah. we get kind of in boutique fitness you get paid on a sliding scale. So oh, okay. up to so many people you may meet another tier or another tier or another tier. Okay. So it really affects your paycheck and right. your yeah. livelihood. Yeah. Uh, so meditating and just taking time, really trying to take time for myself, turning my phone off mm-hmm. and being okay with, Hey, I'm just not going to respond to you today. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. 
have to take care yeah. of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to unplug. So that's kind of how I pour back into myself. That's really good. Um, how do you, I guess, uh, consult your clients when it comes to their diet and then they start to plateau in their weight loss, but it, they're still doing really well, but they feel discouraged. Like, how do you keep them motivated if they're like, well, I was losing like 10 pounds a month before and now I'm like down to like maybe two pounds. How do you get them to like not think about that number constantly? Cause that's what most people are so stuck on when they get a trainer is like, I need to lose this amount of weight by this date. How do you get them to forget that it's not about the number? Um, well, kind of like I said earlier, we kind of track the diet. And, yeah. and usually, I, I, I really try to give my clients the awareness where they're not solely relying on me for mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. because I I can't ha- – like, personally, I don't think that's fair yeah. to trainers yeah. to comfort their clients mm-hmm. in weight loss, you know, programming for them and also helping them with diet. Yeah tips so um usually my clients are like oh I just can't stop snacking yeah I can't stop doing this I can't stop doing Mm -hmm. this and I'm like you can you just don't want to Mm -hmm. I'm like but it's okay as long as you're okay with it yeah so really I kind of put I I kind of reverse the table I'm like well why are you snacking yeah like why are you plateauing what did what are you doing you know what time are you eating oh well you know and they usually kind of come up with it themselves yeah that's kind of how I do it and also if they are plateauing I'm like well you're like look how fucking strong you are like you're stronger than you were when you you walked in here it's like but you're 20 pounds down like oh my god you know it's like let's focus on that how do you feel like how do you feel you know so I kind of I check in in other places instead of worrying about the number so I kind of um from the beginning I Mm -hmm. kind of start that um that way of thinking so my clients aren't necessarily obsessed with numbers right. they're okay with oh like if, if a client has a eight weight of eight pound weight loss goal and they've only lost four pounds they're like oh I need to get these four pounds more for these extra four pounds off they're like but I'm strong yeah like how I much weight is that yeah. how much weight is that mm-hmm. oh I went for a run I felt so yeah. good I didn't need a break yeah. so you know I kind of we celebrate the small wins mm-hmm. and don't focus on the negative which is the numbers right. because everybody's body is different yes and if if I find out, if I do have a client that's like really, really obsessed over numbers, I'm like, well, let's do your measurements, you know? Yeah. So we'll track measurements and I have, we do progress photos. Yeah. So I'm like, well, look where you were last week. Look where you are this week. Like mm-hmm. look at these arms, you yeah. know? So that's kind of. That's a, a big thing to touch base on that with the inches. A lot of people don't realize you lose a lot of inches before you start to lose the pounds that you're seeing on the number. Mm-hmm. And um, I know with my own personal experience, the moment I actually started to measure myself and keep up with that, that's when I was like, whoa, I am losing so many inches. And I didn't even realize because I was so concentrated on this on number. number. Yeah. yeah. And weight fluctuates three to five pounds. Like, Mm -hmm. I fluctuate between a three and a seven pound, like, Mm -hmm. weight gain or weight loss, especially if it's around that time of the month. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know? Like, are you, like, I mean, TMI, but are you going to the bathroom every day? Yeah. You know? So there's so many things that affect the scale. Mm -hmm. So I'm like... I, I really, I personally, I'm not a scale person. I mean, I, I do weigh my, I do weigh myself just to make sure because I like to eat a lot. I eat a lot of food and yeah. I'm not, I don't like regimen myself. I don't, I'm not like, oh my God, I need to eat this. I need to eat yeah. this. Like my, oh, is that Chick-fil-A? Like, <laughs> let me have one. Where's yeah. my sandwich? Yeah. Like, where are my nuggets? <laughs> yeah. Like, where's my waffle fries? You yeah. know? So like I eat like a normal person as well. So mm-hmm. I like to kind of check in, like yeah. make sure I'm not 
going overboard or also to make sure I'm not losing too much weight. Right. Yes. Um, so I do like to weigh myself, but I'm not obsessed with that number. I'm like, okay, I'm with my range. Good. Mm-hmm. Check. Done. Yeah. You know, so... And I'm not obsessed with it anymore. So yeah. I'm. Is I, that how you kind of keep yourself balanced? Because I was going to ask, yeah. like, being in this industry, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure sometimes, whether it's externally or internally, just to, like, I'm, you mm-hmm. know, a fitness person. I need to show up in a certain light. Mm-hmm. How does that impact, and does that impact, like, your choices as far as food and, like, relaxing when you want to and, like, I don't know, enjoying birthday cake when you want to. Like, how do you keep yourself um, in that mindset of more flow and intention mm-hmm. rather than, like, structure and being rigid and, like, that I have to eat this way? Well, you know, just in general, I I personally, since I, I do eat pretty clean, mm-hmm. when I do eat, like, shit, I, like, mentally I can feel it. Like, I feel yeah. bogged down. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the mental clarity. And right. having ADD, yeah. that, like, it's 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 frustrating mm-hmm. because I can't think clear and right. my words don't come out as quick or I or I just get lethargic and I don't want to move at all and I'm like okay this is not me like yeah. what is going on so um I just say life is balance yeah. right like eat clean if you can't like make good choices when you can so, I mean life happens there are birthday parties there's happy hours mm-hmm. you know there's holidays we should still be able to enjoy our yeah. life and not feel like we have to make sacrifices every, at every moment. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, that's where I found the balance. And also from competing to gaining weight and going mm-hmm. through that journey, I'm like, I'm never going to do that to myself again. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's not, that's punishing me. Like, right. why am I punishing myself and I'm not living life and I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied. Right. So that's where that balance I, I think has come from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you love, music obviously right oh yeah (laughs) do you have like a favorite track or something that like really gets you amped and like ready to go um oh my god I have so many I have so many I can't even think of them (laughs) right now I I love music I even have a DJ set like really like it's like a hidden like little like talent of mine like like, did you teach yourself or how um so my friend um I got a DJ set for my birthday a few years ago because I love music, especially mm-hmm. at Cycle Bar. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've always loved music. When I was like young, I loved music. My stepdad was really big into music, so he played everything for us, like yeah. R&B, mm-hmm. like the good R&B, like the 90s, yes. the 80s R&B, you know, like not like what's up now. Yeah. And he loved like jukebox music, so like oh, old, dope. like, yeah, because like we're from Texas, mm-hmm. and so like music was really big in our family. Right. And I just love music, and I love making CDs for everyone when we were growing up. Like, CDs, oh my God, I yes. those I, My computer, like, I think I crashed like four yeah. computers, and my mom's like, what are you doing on this? I don't know. You know, like I'd yeah. like delete LimeWire. Yeah. Delete LimeWire before she like took it in, (laughs) so uh, so I went in trouble. Um, But yeah, I I, I've hired a friend, one of my friends. He's like one of our DJs, like he DJs all these events for us, and like Mm -hmm. he's a good friend. So I hired him and did a few like DJing sessions, and then just started playing with it. And yeah, yeah. that is so dope. So do you you pick out your own playlist and create your own playlist for your workouts? Or oh yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're more into <laughs> it. So and I also like really love SoundCloud. Like yeah. a lot of people don't use SoundCloud anymore, and a lot of my friends make fun of me. And I'm like, what? I'm like, but it goes from one song to the other. Yeah, like, and then there's so like good. part of a song that like the best part of that song, and then the best part yeah. of another song. I'm like, yeah. you don't enjoy that? <laughs> that's awesome. Um, what would you um, say to people who are now after hearing 
you speak and sharing your experience, um, if they want to start this journey as well, like how, what's a good way to get into the rhythm of changing your lifestyle without it feeling like you're like depriving yourself yeah, and overwhelming to start now? Go for a walk if you can. Yeah. <clears throat> like in this free, you know, like most of us have raincoats. I mean, mm-hmm. we're in Seattle. We have raincoats. Yeah. We have like decent shoes we can go for a walk in like walk 20 30 minutes a day yeah it's a really great way to just like get started and mm-hmm. to like you said get discipline yeah um and make it just making it a habit so that's where i usually start, start with a yeah. walk it's mm-hmm. so true and water and tracking water and writing down what you're eating because yeah. even though <clears throat> like some folks don't have a lot of expertise or knowledge around food mm-hmm. when you see how much you've eaten in a day you're like, oh my god, <laughs> yes. that's so chunky. Like that's yeah. over here. Like okay. <laughs> and a lot of times we tell ourselves, like, I barely eat. Like I don't know how I'm putting on weight. Yeah. And then you like, track it, and you're like, oh my day. gosh, everything I'm eating is horrible for me. Yeah. Or you're not eating enough. Yes. Yeah. Or there's that's like a, a huge one. gap in the middle of the mm-hmm. day, like where you or you only eat breakfast and then you don't eat anything until right. dinner, and then you eat like a five thousand calorie meal. Yeah. You know, so usually that I, I've been tracking your diet and walking, like. Like I said earlier, like the yeah. two behavioral changes, mm-hmm. right? The two changes. That's what I, where I would start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. So how, like, do you think there is a connection between, like, your spiritual life and your, like, physical life? And do you practice anything, like, on the spiritual side? Because you said you were started out um, teaching in a church, and mm-hmm. that made a difference for you. Um, yeah. Do you see a connection between the two, like? moving our energy like the energy in our bodies and how that like transmits the energy that we're putting out oh yeah you know I think I'm kind of on the other side where now I have to protect my energy because mm-hmm. I come across so many people mm-hmm. and I feel a lot of anxiety sometimes yeah. so like today for instance I've seen over 100 people yeah. you know like I mean it's not even like yeah <laughs> and I'm only, yeah and I've only taught two classes but I've yeah. already like seen 100 mm-hmm. people and like I've talked to so many people and so it's like those energies so it's like kind of like protecting yeah your energy so yeah. um but I do think moving it is it, it does do something different for yeah. everyone um I'm not quite sure how necessarily that translates for folks individually but mm-hmm. I know for me personally um I can be in a really bad mood and go for like a 20 minute run and I'm just, I feel so much better yeah mm-hmm. you know and then I can like you know, do it, like, meditate and kind of set my intentions for the day. Um, so, yeah, I do believe that that, that they both mm-hmm. uh, align. They're connected. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel that because this is now a job that you've brought onto Instagram, is there, do you have goals that's outside of just your classes now that you're doing online training as well? Is uh, What are your goals for your business on a social media aspect are you trying to reach now people outside of Seattle and locals with being able to do online training um yeah you know right now I I just feel like it's my baby mm-hmm. so even with my bands and when people buy bands I handwrite a note to everyone oh that's amazing. yeah that's and I have so many lot. friends who are like you should put it on Amazon I'm like mm-hmm. no like I want people to know that there's a real person yeah. behind yeah. it because we've all bought things and and we just don't feel that connection yeah. mm-hmm. and I really want people to feel connected and feel like a community yeah um so you know to be honest I my goals for next year I do want to s- start freeing up time yeah so I do want to free up time because uh I mean me when I was younger like I wish I had a me I wish yeah, I had a role there. model or mm-hmm. just because I I kind of 
I kind of grew up, I grew up like self-governed, you know, like I kind of called my own shots and I didn't have, I, I, I I didn't have anyone to really look up to or Mm -hmm. ask questions about being a woman, Mm -hmm. you know, like being a young adult. Yeah. Like, how do I, you save, you know, like I really didn't have. I wish that honestly was taught, taught in schools. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't have anyone like that. And also, um, like kind of how I grew up, I kind of outgrew some of the folks that I kind of grew up with. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like I was alone, right? You know, it's like, how do you navigate? So I really want to um, free up time so I can give back to like young girls. Mm -hmm. So um, like whether it's an after school program or doing like weightlifting, but making them more around like uh, using fitness as entryway to adulthood. Yeah, so which is so the, important. Yeah, so, like, to be honest, my goals really aren't, like, social media and growing on numbers yeah. or anything like that. I think that's, like, a plus and a, and a given. I'm super grateful for it. But my ultimate goal in general is to be able to give back to, like, people who look like me. Right, yeah. You yeah. know, like, give back to younger me who really needed the support and to see a young woman mm-hmm. being successful, see a successful you know, woman, whether, I mean, and we all measure success in another way, differently. So like successful in a sense, we're like, Hey, like I can run a business and I can do this and I can do this. And I mean, I didn't graduate college. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, like I didn't graduate, you know, I didn't graduate, but that doesn't mean that your life can't be fulfilling, you know, and to see that I, I, that's really where I want to start and to just give love Mm -hmm. to some people who just don't receive it, you know? And so, um, that's more so those are my goals that's amazing mm-hmm. yeah especially for someone who had a dream of you know with a desk job and being an attorney the boss lady and now <laughs> what you're doing is still that mindset but it's not what you first thought you were going to do and yeah. you're still successful a lot of people have this vision and it doesn't Success go that way. One way exactly you and you're it, then. Yeah, you're failing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that's been passed down to us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like our yeah. parent, like the pressure of society and our parents and yeah. which goes back to kind of like having social media. It has opened up a space for, I mean, like me and like you guys yeah. to have your own thing and yes. like, like do your own thing and right. have a platform for that. And you don't have to put a ton of money into it, yeah. mm-hmm. but you as long as again, like you're disciplined and you're consistent it can be something, yes. you know, as long as you're passionate about mm-hmm. it. So why not follow our passions and turn them into a way that we make money? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so important to love what you do. Mm-hmm. And if you are able to find that thing that you love and make a job out of it and it's all under you and you're in control of it, like, that's amazing. Like, and it's so inspiring. It's so like inspiring. One thing that Instagram has really brought into my life is, like, just a different viewpoint, like a different um, understanding of what is possible for me because I see everyday people doing it. Like I feel mm-hmm. like when we grew up and when we were growing up, the role models were like celebrities and like mm-hmm. athletes that were, you know, making millions of dollars a year and all yeah. that. And that's what like success looked like to us. For sure. But it's like that's so hard to um, attain and so hard to like get to. But Instagram has opened the door when it's like, no, I, I can be someone in my basement and I can make money and be yeah. successful or whatever mm-hmm. just by, I don't know, making art like, you know, or, you know, 
exercising or whatever it may be like the doors have opened and like the possibilities are endless and that's really incredible yeah but like you are a part of that and we're trying to be yeah we're trying to be a part of that <laughs> you're doing it i love it it's awesome yeah Thank it's you. just consistent it's cons- everything is consistent yeah, it's so it really important is. Mm-hmm. and mindset too because you have to believe that you know it's possible for yourself that's true to make it happen mm-hmm. um so you're not originally from seattle but you've start you've built a community here mm-hmm. what have been some of your challenges and then like some of your wins like doing that and stepping out in a city that you it's open but you really have to like go out there and you have to try you know yeah um you know i i i don't know to be yeah. honest uh i would to i would say the pot the pros i just think because I am outgoing and I'm not afraid to be in uncomfortable places. Yeah. Um, I think that has really been, it's, it's been a good, a good thing. And also, uh, kind of going back to, uh, like the boutique fitness and like other trainers and stuff like that. Um, I don't, I like, it was no shade and, you know, but it is inspiration, Mm -hmm. you know, like every trainer is some type of inspiration to someone. Mm -hmm. But for me, um, going through that journey, and then uh, kind of like growing up and dealing with kind of the things that I grew up with. Yeah. It's like life will never be that bad ever again. Yeah. You yeah. know? So I think like having like, oh my God, like that's over. Mm-hmm. Like now mm-hmm. I can actually like live a better life. Yeah. And, yeah. Like be a, have, live a happy life. And I, if I want to go to school and do get these certifications, I'll do that. And every certification just gave me a little more confidence mm-hmm. to show up and like, my shoulders back and like walk just a little taller you know Mm -hmm. and so I think that has been a pro a con would definitely be a con when I first started um five years ago there weren't that many brown folks yeah yeah you know in fitness I was gonna say that it's really rare to find someone that looks like you that's a trainer oh yeah especially women too yeah I think it was like in the city I think it was the second woman of color oh wow like spin instructor in a boutique level yeah, like I, wow. I knew there was one other one, and when I took her class a few years ago, so I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. look at this <laughs> like <laughs> black chick, yeah. oh shit!" Yeah. And like she's like whipping her hair around. I'm like, "Okay," yeah. you know. And I was like, but at the time, I was like, "Oh my god, I could never do that," right. you know. And I just started training. Um, so I think being the being a woman of color, and mm-hmm. also uh, a con when I first started was you know, like tattoos and hip hop mm-hmm. and the culture was not as prominent as it yeah, is now. No. And mm-hmm. so now I think I can be me. I can yeah. play the music I want to play. And it's appreciated and embraced and like, yeah, exactly. And I can, and since I feel like I lead with love, I can be like, bitch, no, you yes. know, because like, that's what, that's what we say, you know, mm-hmm. like that's our lingo. And I feel like I can have a community now where like folks of color can feel comfortable in right. a fitness space. Yeah. yeah. So I think that like, it has been a pro and a con. Um, so that's kind of been the pros and cons yeah. of being in Seattle in the fitness space. And it's just expensive. It's expensive to live in Seattle. It's so expensive. Yeah. So you it's have expensive to, be to do anything in Seattle. It's expensive to live here. Yeah. yeah. But I do feel very blessed that like, this is kind of where I ended up. Mm-hmm. Um, like my family ended up. And so I could start here mm-hmm. because there's money in Seattle Yeah, yeah. and people do want to work out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah people want to invest in themselves. Yeah. People do want to invest in their health. And so it's, there's so many people in Seattle. I mean, there's so many boutique fitness studios yeah. and they're like, these studios are not cheap, right. but they get packed classes. Yeah. So I also do think, I mean, and maybe it's just like, maybe it's just me just saying this, but 
I do think I just landed in a really great city mm-hmm. where people like to move and I can live off of being a full-time fitness professional right. yeah. because folks in the city will invest in themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Okay. Well, we really appreciate your time today Thank and you. sharing yes. and being so open. And like, I think one thing that's been so amazing with this whole experience is that we get to encounter like different women and we've talked to mostly black women. It's been really inspiring that like, guys are all just stepping out and we're finally just taking up space in this world and in the different industries um so i'm so appreciative and grateful that you came and shared and that you're so open with us thank you thank you so much thank you for inviting me this was awesome so where can our listeners find you you can find me on instagram at curvy curl c-u-r-v-y-c-u-r-l and my website sweat with swag two g's love that (laughs) thank you